Welcome. This is episode 340, and it is a recap episode. It's mostly if they're divisible by 20. Every 20 episodes, I do a recap, and I recap the previous, pretty much the previous 20 episodes. So starting with uh, 390. First, thanks, sponsors. Uh, again, I've been tracking with these same charter sponsors. Really appreciate them. Tops, Panini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. I'm not sure they all got equal representation in the last 20, but it's my attempt to regularly feature some some of the outstanding sponsors. And the first one was, it was Huggins and Scott, an, an episode I did with Bill and Chris Fraley, who handles the logistics there. So when I've won, I've won some interesting lots there. Some of them re- require some creative shipping. And uh, Chris has always come through for me, and Bill has too. The reason Huggins and Scott can handle some of these uh, different kinds of lots is because they've, 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 I don't know if they've mastered it, but they do an excellent job, and I've been pleased. So thank you, Chris. Thank you, Bill, for the fun experience I have of going through one of their, their treasure chest lots that is impossible to describe, but is fun to open up and see what you got. 319 A, B, and C were the weekend episodes. Uh, the first was the, the promised stature hockey experiment that was didn't turn out as well as I'd like. I guess I just had wishful thinking that I was going to get great stuff from these breaks. And it was a little disappointing. And the product wasn't as disappointing as much as just the breaking experience. And I realized that all breakers are not equal. And I, I do, do need to mention that I was anonymous in my participation in these breakers, in these breaks. I wasn't saying, hey, I'm Dr. James Beckett at gmail.com. I used an alternative email. Uh, B and C were the Barry Sullivan tribute and the Whitey Ford tribute. Again, Whitey Ford, I was a Pirate fan back in those days, and he was great in the 60 World Series, but the Pirates prevailed partly because Whitey Ford was not there in Game 7. And Barry Sullivan, just a great guy. 320, recap, don't do that. 321, the tribute to Joe Morgan. Actually, I had had a previous episode about Joe, about Joe Morgan. So, again, anybody that had uh, two MVPs back-to-back, that's it means that he was the best player in the National League two years in a row. And to even to be the best player on his team, which was the Big Red Machine, is saying a lot. 322, I actually had a couple episodes with uh, Derek Grady. Those turned out to be very popular. A lot of people like that. Derek is a really sharp guy with a lot of... If you wonder who's working for these auction companies and card companies, they all have a backstory. And Derek's is uh, particularly interesting in his uh, grading pedigree, which apparently he has maintained. He has that uncanny ability to to be able to grade cards. And listeners, that is a huge asset. But Derek comes by it from, from uh, a lot of experience and being with the SGC, and especially on the older cards. 323 was the Eddie Van Halen tribute. Seems out of place on a sports card insights podcast, but I just was fascinated in how he was, again, just this, there's got to be a similar experience in being a card collector and not wanting to be a cover band. I didn't want to be a cover band. I wanted to write my own music and, and play my own music in a sports card sense. And Eddie Van Halen couldn't even read music. So what would that, what, what does that even mean? It meant he could start with a blank sheet of paper. And I felt like that's how I started back in 76, 1976. 324, interview with Pete Calderon. Enjoyed that very much. He maybe wins the prize as being the youngest e-card collector in terms of the candy cards. And I think that's terrific. When I see a kid, now he's not a kid anymore, but how he got in the hobby, and it's reminiscent of my dad having some cards that showed me that some of the earlier cards were not, they weren't two and a half by three and a half. They had their own size and their own charm. 
and artistic uh, uh, rendition. 324 was uh, thanks to Emily at Tops, uh, Gypsy Queen Baseball Quick Review, 324B. The anti-analytic, I'm not anti-analytic, but that was just to let you know that not everybody has to follow the analysis in the way it's presented. You need to do some of your own analysis because sometimes there's a story behind the numbers. As I pointed out, that some of the uh, price guides that we did were that it was notable that our guys really understood what the exceptions were and not just a robotic recitation of prices according to some formula. There are a number of exceptions in this hobby where the rookie card is more or less valuable compared to the second year or third year card. And there's a reason for that usually. 325, the other episode with Derek Grady. I had a good time with him. We we did those back-to-back, but they were different topics, and I um, hope you appreciate it. I'm trying to give 15-minute chunks, and uh, Derek was an excellent guest. Three, But again, 326, the 72 Tops Baseball episode with Rich Klein. Can't mention uh, somebody being a great guest. Rich is almost in a different category, almost a co-host with me. We really enjoy doing the episodes together, and I think this is one where he came over. We socially distanced. But it was great. It took me back to that time in 1973 when I had a chance for 15 bucks, I think. I could have sent in to the same place and requested either a 72 set or a 73 set. And I mistakenly took the current year rather than the previous year, which would have been <laughs> turned out to be a, a value bomb. I, I messed up there. 327, the faux sponsor on uh, Sports Card SPAC. Why not? There's all kinds of money pouring into this industry. And in a SPAC situation, or you can listen to the episode, find out what that is. But if you're going to invest in a category, you, you have a choice to invest in a company, not just invest in cards. So you get the, the benefit of both. 328 was the national being reimagined. That was uh, provoked by some uh, other conversations I'd had. And just to skip to the punchline, I'd really love to see the national have more than one. I'd like it to be slightly smaller, as long as you're incorporating the card companies and perhaps some leagues to where you had some bigger players there, corporate sponsors, but more than one per year. And if it was slightly smaller footprint, you could move it around the country a little easier. You might have to raise the prices, but again, the hobby is so hot, I think that would stick. 329, the explosive corporate growth. That was Rich's request to have just a a conversation on the record for me. So it's private but public where he just wanted to ask me some questions about what it was like. Rich came in as the our company had already grown quite a bit, but it grew even more after Rich came. I'm not giving him all the credit, but but we were really on a wave there. And Rich kind of had that same experience or is having that same experience with ComC where he wasn't one of the first employees, but he came in and they've grown quite a bit. And it's it's exciting. And he just wanted to process that and put it on the record and share the story for you all to hear. 329A were the arrows. Uh, again, the, if you remember, if you were back in the day, which I was, the arrows in the price guide and the monthly price guides were intended to be past tense, what had happened the previous month. Not something that was necessarily going up. In fact, in many cases they did, but it was past tense. And so when you're looking on the internet and some of these other places where you can see card graphs and analysis. No one is able to graph the future until it happens. Arrows, past tense. 329B was another faux sponsor with autograph legibility. Again, very, I'm troubled by the fact that these, many of the athletes are, are really not accountable and, and their autographs to me are unacceptable. And this would be an attempt to try to rein that in a little bit and initially recognize the problem and try to address it with the players to assist the card companies, the leagues, the players associations, to see that it's in the player's best interest to have a more recognizable signature. Uh, 330 was the Beckett Industry Summit. 
Ray Schulte interviewed me. I'm not sure that's going to be available, but just for the sake of, I, I captured a few of my remarks that I thought would be of interest to listeners of this podcast. I enjoyed uh, uh, the time with Ray, and it seemed like the Beckett Industry Summit was well attended, but there was a paywall there. So again, I'm giving you a snippet of what was discussed just on my very small part of the program. 331, seven price guide hacks. That's really, there's a lot more to that. It's hard to explain that episode, but I, I think you just need to uh, listen, a lot of people went there because it sounded like an intriguing topic and uh, discussion, but it had uh, it had some election undertones. Let's just say that, and that's interesting. 332, we're kids in the hobby. I'm going to do several episodes with kids in the hobby. Kevin O'Keefe, very well qualified because he's a school teacher, and so he's got kids. He's doing after-school stuff. My hat's off to teachers that are engaged with their students and trying to help them really trying to help them, try to relate to them in ways that that help the kids become successful. So that was good. I'll, again, I'll do it again. Thank you, Kevin. Victor Roman Sr. with the real rookie card. He'd done a lot of work when he uh, inquired. I thought, wow, I, I want to talk to Victor. I want to see some of this information. I think he's pieced together. He did an excellent job of that. I, but I thought maybe I can fill in some gaps and maybe he can, we can have a back and forth of what uh, he perceives as commonly known or not known, and we could have a conversation with each other. Really enjoyed that. So thank you, Victor. 334 was the card show of the 90s with Rich. Rich and I, actually, I would say that Rich and I, were, he was probably on my team for that pretty much the whole decade. Technically, not the first one, I think. But we had a lot of fun together at the Nationals, even though we went our separate ways. But we'd rendezvous every once in a while and, and see what each other got. And we... We, we had a good time. But those were, that was a great decade of the 90s. And so you have to listen to the episode here. Not all of the shows were great, but uh, a few. The 91 is still probably the top national of all time. 334 A and B were the outtakes from Hobby Hotline. I'm, I'm an occasional co-host or, or established guest. I guess I'm a host because I'm taking questions, but I'm not the quarterback. I'm, I'm, they'll hand off to me for things, and I'm enjoying that. And when something becomes where, where I take off on a question and answer it, it just seems if I grab that five, seven, ten minutes instead of just repeating it, I just take that snippet and maybe sometimes wrap some things around it. But there was an interesting discussion about fractional ownership and then also about the customer service fixes. Again, I don't apologize for the fact that I think like an entrepreneur. The, the customer service is viewed completely differently based on what side of the table you're on. And same thing with fractional ownership. I think about fractional ownership of owning the fractional ownership company, not being buying a piece of a card. If it's such a great deal, I, I want to own part of the company. 333, 335 was the tribute to Herb Adderley. Again, that's there's more to it than that because basically one of the things I just thought, well, I haven't done an episode that much about football cards and why football cards, they're not disrespected, but they're not fully respected. If you look back in the 60s and see some of these great guys like Herb Adderley, and you can buy his second, third, fourth year card for under 10 bucks, it's way less produced than the baseball cards of the era. The Philadelphia gum shouldn't throw you off. They were the primary licensee for the NFL for those four years. Herb Adderley was, made me nervous when I was a Cowboy fan. He was a, a great DB. Uh, 336, the card storage and protection with Alex Bell. Again, this so many people. I wouldn't think that would be that popular, but there have been a number of episodes that people seem to like because I guess everybody, if you have a, a collection of a certain size, uh, you've got to store it, you got to protect it, and there's more than one right way to do that, and that was uh, fun. Alex had written in, and I enjoyed getting to know him and to hear some of the things he's doing. Where to Sell, the 337 episode with Joe Palkey, another uh, teacher slash coach, and he originally pitched me with 
what he would do with a $2 card as versus a $20 card versus a $200 card versus $2,000. You keep going up. Where would you sell it? And the answer, it depends. It depends not just on the price of the card, but the vintage of the card. The, you want to, if you're selling it yourself, that's one strategy. If you sell it through somebody else or you uh, auction it off, there's lots of good choices and it depends. 338, the last one here was Adam Gray and I talking about his excellent e-magazine plural. He had a free first issue. And then after the second one came out, I said, let's talk about it. His second one, he's selling for 10 bucks at uh, basketballcardfanatic at gmail.com. He'll, you can get the first one just all free on request. He'll email it to you. It's an e-magazine. Second one, you're asked to pay 10 bucks, but it's, uh, he's done a lot of work on that. It's, and I know for sure because I was in that business. So thank you, Adam. And thank you listeners for another 20 episodes. I'm continue to Enjoy doing these. Several of these episodes were suggested by emails or people that sent in to me and saying, hey, will you address this issue at uh, drjamesbeckett at gmail.com. So keep those coming in. And if you and, and some of them are the person they're, they're in the episode because I thought it'd be fun to discuss their idea with them. So thanks, everybody. Have a great uh, day. And I will see you again tomorrow. Right.